This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Good morning, I'm Ann Romer, and welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. The Canadian Horse Racing Hall of Fame recently announced its class of 2022 and 2023 inductees who are the best of the best in Canadian horse racing. The awards will be handed out August the 9th at the Mississauga Convention Centre. Linda Rainey is Managing Director of the Canadian Horse Racing Hall of Fame. She will introduce us to the many inductees and give us all the exciting details surrounding awards night on August the 9th. Also, the Romeo family of Terra Farms has been a big part of the horse racing industry for over 35 years. Recent accolades for the Romeos include being honored at Woodbine as winners of the owner's spotlight. A little bit of history for you now. Terra Farms has bred and raced thoroughbreds like Bold and Flashy, Flashy and Smart, and the 2010 Queen's Plate winner, Big Red Mike. The Romeo family also champions another form of horsepower with two Hyundai dealerships, one in Brampton, one in Vaughan. We will meet third-generation Mike Romeo today today on Ponies 24-7 to hear about the many successful Romeo family businesses. Next up on Ponies 24-7, Rachel Slavinsky, the new kid in town at Woodbine right now. Rachel began her career last year at Edmonton Century Mile and is off to a great start here, winning her first race at Woodbine on June the 15th. New apprentice jockey Rachel Slavinsky is our guest on Ponies 24-7 today. And finally, he's back. My marvelous co-host Larry Simpson will once again try to sniff out some potential betting gems at North American Tracks Racing today with our Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. It's going to be a great show. Please get your HPI and Dark Horse accounts ready to go for some heavy-duty action. When we come back, Larry Simpson will join us with our new show feature, In Case You Missed It, Ponies 24-7's recap of the week that was in horse racing news, sponsored by RS Bulk Propane. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA provides members and their hardworking employees with medical insurance, pensions, benevolence, negotiations with racetracks and government government and provides vital industry information to the horse people. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. Lymphoma Canada and Ponies 24-7 recommend that you don't horse around with lymphoma. Lymphoma affects the lymphatic system of both horses and humans, and currently there are over 100,000 Canadians living with the disease. Lymphoma is also the most common cancer diagnosis for adolescents and young adults. Visit lymphoma.ca slash ponies to donate to the Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma campaign. With your help, we can promote early detection, assist newly diagnosed patients, and support lymphoma research. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine. 
Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Ann Romer. Let me introduce you to my co-host, Larry Simpson, and our In Case You Missed It, a look at the week that was in horse racing news and sponsored by RS Bulk Propane. Hello, Larry. Always great to see you. And I can actually see you this morning as opposed to yesterday. It was like a fog blanketed all of Southern Ontario. Well, happy Canada Day first. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're you're right. The uh, the uh, it was was a fog bowl, and it certainly affected the uh, the racing, and uh, hopefully uh, it doesn't affect the racing today. I think uh, I think we should be pretty good because Woodbine has their Canada Day Racing Festival, five graded stakes races. You're going to see Moira, who was uh, Canadian Horse of the Year and and uh, uh, award winner last year. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Moira because I know she should have won. Her last start, but it was a small field, and if you recall, we had Kevin Attard on a couple of weeks ago, and he said, yeah, the other jockeys kind of worked against Moira, and, and the pace was slow, and it worked against her, and it just her closing abilities were stymied. So I'm looking forward to seeing Moira come out and and, uh, and win the uh, Grade 2 Nassau today. And this is kind of a first for Woodbine, isn't it? It is, and I think part of it is because uh, Canada Day is on a Saturday, and if you recall, we had uh, Tony Elliott on and, and Mark McKelvey a couple of times, and they were talking about this festival, uh, you know, about three, four, five weeks ago. And it's great because you, you've got five graded, uh, grade two stakes races, and they're full fields. Some of them are on the turf. Uh, and it's, it's going to be just a great racing day. And the purses are pretty hefty. They We're are. We're looking at 200000 175000 150000 in two stakes races, uh, three of them actually. That's a lot of money. Yeah, and they'll find that the betting handles will be good today as well because uh, there, there is some turf races. There's pick threes, there's pick fours, there's pick fives. And people like playing uh, Saturday cards when there's lots of races and there's lots of stakes races like this. July 1st, Canada Racing Festival. It's a Canada Day spectacular at Woodbine. All day today and tonight and looking forward to everything that it brings. Thank you very much, Larry Simpson. And that's In Case You Missed It, sponsored by RS Bulk Propane on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Are you looking for a reliable propane supplier for your home or business? Look no further than RS Bulk Propane, Canadian owned and family operated. With our premium propane solutions, you'll experience warmth like never before. We offer competitive prices, automated deliveries, and exceptional customer service. Don't let the cold get the best of you. Stay cozy with RS Bulk Propane. Visit rspropane.com or call us today at 855-225-0225. We are so pleased to be joined today by friend of the show, Canadian Horse Racing Hall of Fame's Managing Director, Linda Rainey, who on August the 9th will welcome the class of 2022 and 2023 to the Mississauga Convention Center. Linda, welcome back to the show. Thank you, and thank you for supporting the Canadian Horse Racing Hall of Fame. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Linda. Let's get uh, right into the uh, Hall of Fame, and you've got uh, the class of 2022, the class of 2023 being inducted. Uh, talk about some of the uh, inductees. Uh, maybe our listeners can maybe uh, put, you know, put a name to a face. Sure. Um, we're doing two classes this year because we're still kind of on COVID catch-up. So um, that's why we have a total of 16 inductees going in this year. And we have some really neat synergies um, that just coincidentally happened. Um, we have situations like um, 
Eureka Rosa de Silva, incredible jockey, and a, a horse that he was so closely aligned with in uh, Pink Lloyd. So uh, Eureka is part of our class of 2022. Uh, Pink Lloyd is part of our class of 2023. Hmm. The other pairing that's quite interesting is uh, standard bred trainer Jack Darling, part of class of 2022, and his world record-holding um, Bulldog Hanover is part of our class of 2023. So there's four really high-end names right there. Um, Charles Fipke, uh, thoroughbred uh, builder, is going in. Mr. Fipke is as much known for his exploration uh, outside the um, uh, racing industry as he is for his um, connection to thoroughbred horse racing. Uh, Frank Salive who is, was the voice of many, many racetracks for many, many years. He's part of our class of 2022. And uh, in our class of 2023, um, there's a gentleman, by the, oh, Chris Christopheru, driver, uh, standard bread side, uh, the recently deceased Erwin Dreger, who was um, a jockey for many, many years, and Dr. Lloyd McKibben, who was a real revolution revolutionary guy um, in developing treatments for horses. He was one of the first that would have used uh, cryosurgery um, on horses back in the 70s, I believe. So there's quite a lineup we have. That's quite a group and ver- quite varied as well. I have to ask you, we're only just six months into 2023. Today is July the 1st. How can you make those decisions, the selection, when we're only six months into this year? It's really not year dependent. It's much more uh, dependent on our nomination and election process cycle. Um, we normally accept uh, nominations up until April, and we carry nominations forward from previous years as well, keeping in mind that the individuals that we recognize, both people and horses, are being honored for a lifetime of work, and they aren't being nominated and elected for necessarily a recent event within their career. So the timing of when inductions are announced is generally April, and then uh, we always hold our inductions in August. Um, each year. So how does someone get nominated? Like if I wanted to nominate myself, how, how would I get nominated? <laughs> What's well, the process? You, you, can, you can submit a nomination. You wouldn't be the first person to do that. We have had that happen before. Really? Um, or uh, to go to our website at um, uh, CanadianHorseRacingHallOfFame.com. Um, There's a section there on nominations and elections. It tells you who all the deciding people are. It also tells you what the process is and the rules for nomination and induction. Um, We will be opening up our nominations for 2024 um, in the fall, early fall, and they'll be available, um, a form online that can be filled out and submitted. And um, like I said, all the guidelines and rules for what, qualifies individuals for induction are included on our website as well. Linda, can you give us a little history of the Canadian Horse Racing Hall of Fame and also why was the Hall of Fame built at Woodbine? Um, It was positioned at Woodbine because of some great generosity from Woodbine themselves. Um, And we always also like to note that um, we do represent horse racing 
for both standard bred and thoroughbred racing right across Canada um, for significant accomplishments and um, achievements within uh, within Canadian horse racing. Um, the hall was originally started a bunch of uh, race trackers and racing journalists back in the mid 1970s formed the hall, um, and it has been carrying on ever since. And we have, in that time period, there are over 500 individuals who have been recognized as Hall of Fame members. Again, going back to our website I mentioned a minute ago, um, those inductees all have biographies on our websites, and their photos and biographies um, are um, hung for all to see in our space at Woodbine Racetrack. So wandering through the hall is something anybody going to the track can do. It's open and accessible to everyone. There's no admission charged for it. And it's a real walk through Canadian racing history going back um, 250 years. Well, before we get back to the induction ceremonies in, in August and how people can get tickets, uh, I want to talk about the class of 2024. What are the deadlines, again, uh, for somebody to get nominated for 2024? And then obviously you would have the induction ceremony next year, correct? Is that how it works? That's right. Yes, that's exactly how it works. Um, we'll be opening nominations uh, for 2024 in the fall, I would say, imagine they'll go up in in September, and then um, that's when the forum will be posted. But the information is all available now on uh, requirements. You've obviously got the date in, in probably be in August next year, but when right. would they, when would they be, be announced the in, in inductees? Uh, the inductees would be announced in April, from September until um, March, early March, to submit nominations. Then they're evaluated first by our nominating committees, which consists of people from right across the country involved in horse racing, uh, including some journalists, some very um, well-regarded individuals. And then um, our election committees for each breed consist of 20 people each, and that's all done by uh, secret ballot and brought in and tabulated, and it's those 20 people that have the final say about who goes into the Hall of Fame each year. What an interesting process. So today is July 1st, Canada Day. From coast to coast to coast, we are celebrating this amazing nation. Do you keep geography in mind, or do the, those who are determining who will be an inductee keep geography in mind, or, or does that matter when it comes to choosing and selecting uh, the class of 2022 and 2023 and soon 2024? <laughs> Right. We, um, it's not the first priority, but it is definitely something that does get looked at. Um, we really want the best in Canadian racing to be recognized, and it's a matter of who, whose names are nominated in an individual year as to how that's distributed across the country. Okay, well, let's talk about, so let's talk about the uh, induction ceremony itself, what it consists of, and... Um, how people can get tickets. Uh, sure. It, it's it's in August, correct? It is. It's August the 9th. We have, for many, many years, held our uh, induction gala at the Mississauga Convention Center. They do a great job for us. And um, this year's event will, be, will recognize all 16 inductees. We do um, a four-course dinner, 
Uh, the tickets include everything for the entire evening, um, including the uh, you know beverage alcohol and wine with dinner and a four-course four dinner. Um, and the tickets are currently available uh, by uh, sending an email to admin at horseracinghalloffame.com. There's also information on our previously mentioned website uh, that can direct them to um, where to place the order uh, for tickets. And our tickets until this coming Friday, uh, the 7th of July, are available at a um, an early bird price of two twenty five each, and that does include all taxes. Once we get to July the 8th, the ticket price goes up to... Um, $250 a ticket, but that's the full evening. We do a silent auction. We're looking at potentially doing a live auction this year for a few items, and it's a real fundraising opportunity for the Canadian Horse Racing Hall of Fame. Um, we are a registered charity, so fundraising is a big part of our, our mandate and our mission. Linda Rainey, what does it mean to someone to be inducted into the Canadian Horse Racing Hall of Fame? What does it mean to them professionally, personally, and their future? Um, well, in order to be inducted, they need to have had the bulk of their career basically accomplished. Um, and we have age uh, criteria set for our varying categories in order to put that into place. Um, but it's, it's incredible when we um, let the inductees know that they've been in, you know, they're going to be included within the Canadian Horse Racing Hall of Fame they're often quite taken aback that they've accomplished that. They're so proud of the fact that they're joining the so many others before before them that they have admired and have um, idolized during their careers. And um, it's a very, very special honor to be able to be part of something that is a national recognition. It's really the top recognition that anybody can receive within the racing world because it reflects on their entire career. Well, Linda, on behalf of uh, Anne and I, we'd like to uh, thank you for coming on to the show. Just quickly, uh, you touched upon earlier that sadly, uh, former jockey Erwin Dreger won't be there to accept his award. uh, uh, Is there going to be somebody there to uh, receive that for him? Yes, there are. And um, we've already received notice that there are 20 pe- 25 people attending in oh, good. Uh, Irwin's honor. So he's going to be very well represented um, by family and friends and associates from throughout his career. Um, there's quite a um, an incredible group of people. His family is traveling in from Manitoba. Um, and um, we were so pleased that um, we were able to advise Irwin of his induction uh, prior to his passing, and I know that meant a great deal to him and to his family. A very thoughtful and a posthumous induction. That is beautiful. Linda Rainey, Canadian Horse Racing Hall of Fame's Managing Director, thank you so much for joining us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having us, and again, thank you for supporting the Canadian Horse Racing Hall of Fame. When we come back soon to be friend of the show, Mike Romeo joins us today on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Follow us on Twitter at 1059theregion. We'll be right back. 
Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one betting site for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. Pineview Hyundai, the smart choice of automobile dealerships, combining horses and horsepower. For over 35 years, the Romeo family has been a part of the Ontario thoroughbred racing industry, and they want to invite you to visit their Pineview dealership and view their award-winning Hyundai lineup today and take advantage of some hot summer savings deals. Come see us at 3790 Highway 7 in Vaughan. Call us at 905-851-2851 to make an appointment or visit our website, pineviewauto.com, and see why Pineview Hyundai remains the smart choice. Ontario Racing, the excitement of thoroughbred, standard bred, and quarter horse racing at 15 racetracks. We are the voice of the Ontario horse racing industry, and we direct breed improvement programs, set annual race dates, and work on attracting new horse owners and race fans. Ontario Racing is committed to supporting a vibrant industry with one vision, working together for a stronger horse racing community. To get your horsepower, go to OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing, three breeds, one vision. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Third-generation horseman Mike Romeo joins us this morning. Mike is part of the very well-known Romeo family. They are the ones behind Terra Farms and also another form of horsepower, Pineview Hyundai, with dealerships in Vaughan and Brampton. Welcome to the show, Mike. And it seems that you have a foot firmly planted in two camps. One would be horsepower, the other would be horse racing. Yes, uh, absolutely. We, uh, you know, my uh, grandfather started, uh, you know, in the car business uh, when he, uh, yeah, when he was uh, very young and was a mechanic and worked his way up to become a dealer. And you know, currently uh, our family has three, uh, three dealerships: two Hyundai and and one Nissan. And uh, we've been in the horse business uh, since the uh, early '80s. So, was there any doubt, Mike, that? with the family tree that you have that you wouldn't be part of uh, the auto business and horse racing? Yeah, I guess you never really know uh, where life is going to lead you. And, you know, when I was uh, growing up, you know, uh, as a young guy, I, I loved uh, sharks. And um, I always <laughs> thought, you know, I was going to grow up to be a marine biologist. And uh, we didn't we didn't live very close to, um, you know, any oceans or that kind of thing. So that, that dream kind of went by the wayside. And uh, the more I worked in the, in the car business, uh, the more I enjoyed it doing various jobs and, you know, really just dealing with the people and the employees that we have. And I kind of fell in love with it. And, uh, you know, uh, funny enough on the horse part, uh, when I was young, I always, uh, you know, I tried to find a way not to go to the races. I uh, <laughs> I didn't enjoy it too much as a little guy, but uh, probably around the age of uh, 
12, 13 is when uh, I started to uh, enjoy it more. And, you know, I remember it was the start of a racing season and our first horse of the year won and, uh, you know, came back two weeks later and won another race. And, of course, being in the pictures and everything gets you all excited. <laughs> and I was hooked and... Here we are all these all these years later. And how uh, involved are you in the Terra Farms part of things? Very involved. Uh, you know, with uh, we got uh, my dad, uh, Frank, and uh, my uncle, Mark, um, and I kind of do all the, um, you know, planning uh, with our trainer, Kevin, for, you know, races we're going to run in and, uh, and uh, looking after the horses. And then uh, when it comes to breeding season, you know, we always put our heads together and uh, try to figure out who's the best uh, stallion uh, for the mares that we have and uh, who we should be going to. And uh, But, you know, my dad sort of takes the lead as far as talking uh, with Kevin on a more day-to-day basis because I'm sure he wouldn't like calls from uh, three different people to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> True. And I think it's been established there's a lot of passion in your family right for for uh for horse racing and and obviously automobiles too but back in may you guys were the initial winner of the owner's spotlight where you're recognized in the uh, relaunch uh, johnny walker owner's launch how uh, fulfilling was that yeah that was uh that was quite an honor to uh you know to be the first owner of the month there and uh you know we're not a uh we're not a big owner uh, as far as uh, the number of horses that we have, but it, we've definitely been around a long time, uh, you know, and have that legacy. You know, my grandfather starting in the business there in the early 80s and, uh, you know, my dad getting involved and uh, now me being involved, my Uncle Mark and, uh, you know, my uh, always I'm always bringing my kids with me. So there's <laughs> usually, uh, you know, three or, or four generations of Romeos there when we have a horse running. And, uh, you know, I'm sure it's that longevity that uh, gets us some of the recognition that we have because, you know, you always get a lot of turnover in any business or, uh, or in any industry. So to have that longevity is, uh, is, is really a great thing and uh, what leads to a lot of recognition, I think. Mike Romeo, I want to run some names by you right now and get your reaction. Bold and flashy, flashy and smart, Marco Be Good, Amalfi Coast, and Big Red Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, those, uh, those names uh, definitely stand out to us and, uh, you know, is, is our, our racing legacy, you know, our racing history. And, uh, you know, I'm sure like a lot of people that got involved uh, in racing and stayed in it, those uh, first couple of names, Bold and Flashy and Flashy and Smart, were some of the first racehorses my grandfather bred. And uh, when you have early success, uh, you know, you kind of jump in with both feet and, uh all those horses are real special, and, you know, my uh, grandfather, my dad, myself, we all have winner's circle pictures and trophies spread out across uh, all, everyone's house, and, um, you know, obviously they all, they're, they're all special to us in, in, in their own way, and, uh, but obviously for me, you know, Big Red Mike, that name uh, stands out in, uh, in flashing lights for me. <laughs> Somebody told me Big Red Mike was named after you. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, you may look at me uh, and say I'm not. I'm not very big. You know, <laughs> the red's kind of faded as as I've gotten older. But 
in my Italian family, being six feet tall is considered uh, very tall. So uh, that's why I got the uh, the name Big Red Mike, and of course a little bit of a of a tie in there with uh, with Secretariat uh, with his nickname being Big Red. So yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and uh, of course uh, you know he carried carried on and uh, lived up to his big name. Mike, are you able to give us a verbal tour of Terra Farms right now? Yep, absolutely. We are um, so we have. Uh, Right now, we've got um, uh, three. Uh, um, two, uh, sorry, we have three two-year-olds um, that are beginning their training, and uh, and then we have uh, we have two two-year-olds, um, or sorry, two three-year-olds uh, currently uh, in training there with Kevin, and then a couple of uh, of older horses. So, you know, all in all, we we usually carry somewhere around eight to uh, to ten race horses. Uh, for the season, and then we carry three to four broodmares and uh, all their wheelings and yearlings. So we keep our our horses uh, at Huntington Stud Farm in Kleinberg, um, and we've been a a client uh, and a partner with Dan Mooney for you know as long as my grandfather's been breeding horses to the early '80s, uh, and they're a great family to deal with, and uh, you know helped us. Uh, you know, in the early years with the breeding, all the way up until all the way up until the current years here. And do family members, some of them, live on the farm? No, we all have our own places, and um, you know, most of us actually live pretty close uh, to the farm, which is convenient because we all like to go, uh, you know, to the uh, uh, to see when the horses are born, and you know, visit the yearlings and the wheelings on the farm. It's very picturesque you know, very quaint and uh, mm. always enjoyable. But, you know, we learn that uh, there's, um, you know, people become experts in, in various things. And, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're car people and we know how to, how to run dealerships and operate that on a daily basis, you know. Uh, but when it comes to caring for the horses and that sort of thing, we need, uh, we need other experts for that. So. You mentioned earlier that it took you a while to become a fan of the sport, uh, but when you did get involved, was there a horse that really attracted you to to horse racing? You say, "Hey, I kind of like this." Yep, definitely. I'll uh, I'll never forget his name was uh, Master Stewart, and uh, it was a horse uh, that we owned, and uh, he um, he actually. Uh, um, uh, as a three-year-old, he ran um, second in the uh, in the Breeders' Stakes, um, and uh, it was actually the year that Scatter the Gold was uh, was going for the Triple Crown, and uh, Lodge Hill uh, won the Breeders, and uh, and we were second. And uh, it was it was the next year when he turned uh, four years old. He won uh, he won two uh, allowance races early in the year to start the year, and uh, just. Going to those races and winning, and uh, going down to the winner's circle to get your picture taken—that was <laughs> just got me hooked. And uh, you know, I've been—I've uh, been involved more and more ever since then. So you've described a little bit of the breeding side of the operation. What about the racing side? The season is well underway. What are you looking at for the rest of this summer, and what are your hopes and ambitions? Well, for the rest of the summer, you know, we've got uh, we've got some horses that uh, still have conditions, uh, which is nice, you know, when you can get into, uh, you know, non-winners of two, non-winners of three spots, you know, versus running against open company. But, 
you know, we have a nice three-year-old filly named uh, Fashionably Fab. Uh, she's actually uh, named after my wife, so uh, so that's pretty uh, uh, pretty special for uh, for my immediate family. And uh, she was a stakes winner as a two-year-old, uh, so we have some some high hopes for her as a three-year-old uh, this year. And you know, we got our fingers crossed that uh, you know she shows that she could be an Oaks silly uh you know and maybe uh compete in uh you know these canadian bread and ontario sired steak races as the year goes on okay well before we let you go mike uh talk about your three auto dealerships you've got uh uh two hyundai and uh and one is it nissan yep yeah and one nissan yeah talk about them yeah yeah we've got uh so uh the two hyundai and the one nissan so the, the Hyundai store is, uh, one of them's in Woodbridge, uh, on the corner of Highway 7 and Weston Road. And, uh, we were originally, uh, a General Motors dealer. Um, so, uh, my grandfather, uh, started it and, uh, you know, built on the land here. And, uh, we were 40 years, uh, as a General Motors dealer until, uh, until 2010 when they went through a, uh, a restructuring and uh, they eliminated the Pontiac brand. And unfortunately, we lost our, our dealership at that point. So, you know, but we were 40 years as a General Motors dealer. And, uh, and then we, uh, we picked up Hyundai uh, after we lost uh, the GM franchise. And now we've been a, uh, a Hyundai dealer since 2010. Um, and it's, it's a phenomenal brand. Uh, when I see what they were in in 2010 to what they've become now with the technology and their hybrid vehicles, electric vehicles. Um, They're definitely a brand that uh, is going to be moving up and up uh, over the next uh, five to 10 years. Um, And then the other two dealerships are over in Brampton. Uh, We just built a new state-of-the-art facility last year uh, for another Hyundai dealership. And uh, beside that, we have Airport Nissan, which uh, which we've owned uh, for uh, I believe about 20 years, and um, so my uh, uncle Mark is there for the day-to-day operations, running the uh, the Nissan store. And Nissan is is another brand that's bouncing back now. They had a few tough years, but uh, they're really doing a great job with their lineup, and uh, they're definitely going to be moving up uh, in the automotive spectrum. Wow. Horses and cars, tremendous success on both fronts. Mike Romeo, thank you so much for joining us on Ponies 24-7. It was fascinating. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. After the break, when we come back, Woodbine Apprentice jockey Rachel Slavinsky joins us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Live harness racing continues at the Meadowlands every Friday and Saturday evening with a post time of 6.20 p.m. The Meadowlands Championship Meet is highlighted by the Meadowlands Pace on July 15th. And on Saturday, August 5th, it's the famed $1 million Hamiltonian, headlining an exceptional day of stakes events with a special post time of 12 noon. Watch and wager on all of the big games, exciting harness racing through your HPI bet account and Dark Horse app and be part of the Meadowlands racing experience. Are you looking for a reliable propane supplier for your home or business? Look no further than RS Bulk Propane, Canadian owned and family operated. 
With our premium propane solutions, you'll experience warmth like never before. We offer competitive prices, automated deliveries, and exceptional customer service. Don't let the cold get the best of you. Stay cozy with RS Bulk Propane. Visit rspropane.com or call us today at 855-225-0225. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one betting site for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. New kid on the block, Woodbine apprentice jockey Rachel Slavinsky joins us. Now, after riding at the Century Mile in Edmonton last year, Rachel decided, we're glad of this, to move her tack to Ontario. This year, she's been riding at Woodbine and Fort Erie. She is also our guest today for the very first time on the show. Hey, Rachel, wonderful to have you with us on Ponies 24-7. Thank you, thank you. I am happy to be here. Well, you're a graduate of the old college uh, professional racetrack exercise rider program, right? Yes, yeah. yes, I am. Okay. Why did you choose this program? And I guess the other question is, why did you want to be around horses? Um. Well, actually, I kind of was thrown into it by one of the trainers that I used to know. He um, he saw me get trampled by a horse and get up <laughs> and chase after him, and he said, you're tough, you're small, you got to be on the back of a horse. So I ended up... <laughs> applying to the college late and I got in because I've been I've been on the racetrack since I was 14 or 15 years old so I've been grooming since I was younger I've just always had a love of horses ever since I could walk I think I've always been obsessed with them and and then uh, this is just the best career for me and it's one thing to be a groomer a hot walker but it's another to be a jockey that must have been so exciting for you the very first time your very first race Oh, it was incredible. I've done it all. I've been a, a groom. I've ponied. I've done everything. So being able to ride my first race, it was a long time coming. I was galloping for probably about four years before that. And I had quite the fan club going for me. Everybody <laughs> was really excited. And I ended up riding a horse that I was riding since she was two years old. So it, it, was, it wasn't just my first race, but it was a pretty special first race. Now, did you have uh, family ties to uh, horse racing? Is that how you got the interest? Actually, no, I do not have any families in horse racing whatsoever. A couple of my uncles and cousins are in rodeo, like chuck wagons, and um, they used to do saddle bronx. But other than that, I actually have no family in horse racing whatsoever. I am the only one. And the only reason I got into it was because my dad, um, he was friends with one of the trainers and that was the only way that I made my way into the racetrack and everyone's asking me why I did it and I said because I couldn't help myself I loved it it was amazing (laughs) do you feel like you have kind of a special connection with horses um I'd say so I think so I mean ever since I was growing up my mom said that I always had a connection with animals in general but horses have always been a favorite of mine um, I bought my first horse when I was 12, and I mm. broke him myself. I've done everything with him, a lot of liberty work, which is just you and your horse. is 
nothing else in between you. So I definitely understand them a lot better than than I than I think most people would. How does a twelve year old end up buying a horse? Uh, well, I had a paper route. I worked really, really hard. I saved up every penny I possibly could. And he was just a little horse in the middle of a field that nobody really had a use for. So they sold me to him. They sold him to me for pretty cheap. <laughs> I mean, you can't get a horse like that anymore, but I still have him to this day. He'll always be my little baby. So, yeah. So why the move uh, to Ontario to ride and... When you got here, did you know anything about Woodbine? And what did you know about Woodbine? Um, I moved to Woodbine. I moved to Ontario because, I mean, the horse racing is great over in Alberta and everything like that. But, I mean, this is this is the big dogs. This is where, you know, the king's plate is, all those big stakes races, everything like that. And I want to be the best of the best. So I decided to come out here. And I did know, uh, I know quite a bit about it, but I didn't really know exactly how it was going to go but when I got here everyone was very welcoming and I love it here that like there's so many surfaces you can train on it's very coming from a small town Alberta it was it was quite overwhelming at first but I'm happy that I'm here and things are going pretty well can we hearken back to June the 15th what happened on that day for you that was actually my birthday and I had one mount that day and we won wire to wire on gal for TJ for Ted Holder it was a pretty good race. It was Woo-hoo. very, very good. Yeah. Was it was it tough though to leave your roots and that in Alberta to come here? Um, not necessarily. I've kind of been on the go since I was eighteen. The moment I knew I could go down to the states for the winter time and avoid snow, I have been gone ever since. So <laughs> I've been in Arizona. I've been to Seattle. I've been to Minnesota. This past winter, I was in Florida. So. Anywhere that I can have horses and sunshine, I'm happy. It doesn't matter what else. Rachel, what does it mean to be an apprentice jockey at Woodbine? Um, it's it's tough because I am I'm new to the race riding world, so I have to be lighter than the other jocks, but um, they've all been very supportive and they've given me tips and helped me learn and be safe out there and you know, it's it's a big deal because we are the new um, generation going into horse racing. Like we are the future, so we got to be able to carry ourselves well and and be safe out there as well. So, what are some of your your stronger attributes as a rider? Are, are you you know how do you sell yourself? Uh, are you good out of the gate? Uh, can you uh, rate a horse? Uh, how do you sell yourself? Um, kind of all of it, really. I mean, I think I've I've got a pretty good clock. I can I can rate a horse pretty pretty well. Um, breaking out of the gate is also one of my specialties. Majority of my horses have all breaking out of the gates, unless we've had any gate issues. But other than that, they've been pretty good. I'm also left-handed, so not a lot of bugs hit with their left hand. But that is my strong side, so I usually go for the left instead of the right. Um, but yeah, other than that, I ride smart races. I understand the horses. I get along with some of those wild ones pretty well and I can calm them down and get them to run happy and a happy horse always runs. Wow. That's fascinating. I want to go back to the fact that you're left-handed. So tell me more about that and how it impacts your ability to ride and win. Um, it's different because the horses aren't really used to, 
um, that everybody having the stick on the left side, the majority of the population is right-handed. So even in the mornings, everybody has their stick in their right hand. So when you switch it to their left, it's a little bit more of a surprise and it gets their attention a little bit better. So that's kind of a slight advantage that I have against some other people. So when you left Alberta to come to Ontario to ride, did you set any goals for yourself this uh, this year? And have you achieved them, or, or there's still some more to 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 achieve? Um, there's definitely some more to achieve. I I finished my ten pounds, so you have to win five races in order to finish your ten pounds. That was definitely goal number one. Um, but mainly, I just wanted to be happy and ride some horses and get some good business and just enjoy myself. I mean, I want to be the best of the best, and hopefully that day is coming. I'm learning every day, and that's all that I could ask for. And Rachel, what about the business side of this? Yes, you're a great jockey. You're an apprentice jockey. You won a race on June 15th. The future is yours. It's golden. But the business side of it, it can be daunting for a lot of people, understanding it. It is. It is very tough, but I'm grateful. I've got a very good agent, Brandon Fairley. He does a lot for me. He's definitely helped me navigate this um, woodbine track. It's a little bit different than my small town, Alberta. Um, So I'm very grateful for that. It's tough. It's not an easy game. And and you just got to keep your head up and just enjoy it day by day. So in your short career uh, to date, uh, who's been your biggest supporter? Oh, that is tough. That is very tough because I have quite the fan club going and I appreciate every single human that has ever cheered me on every time I win a race or even come and hit the board. I've got tons and tons of messages. I couldn't even pick one. I've got loads. I have a list of people that I could name um, that have given me a huge impact in my career. Everybody, everyone I meet has definitely changed something about me to make me better. I want to know more about your fan club. Can you describe it? And, and what does it mean to you to have such a big fan club at this stage in your career? Um, it's, it's kind of funny. It's just a lot of people like, um, I don't know how to explain it. A lot of friends, family, Mainly it's a lot of people that have seen me ride in the mornings and have seen potential in me and they just want me to do well. And it means a lot because then I, I have that support and it makes me want to do better to um, make them proud. You know, like it's, it's a good feeling to know that they're all out there watching, even from Alberta or even from Arizona. There's just everybody's watching and cheering me on because they thought that I could do well even when I wasn't even sure about it. So it's a great feeling. And do some of them actually show up for your races and and stand there as a group and cheer Rachel on? Oh, yes. Yes, they do. (laughs) Century Mile, all my family is there. So a lot of my friends and family would come, and and they were the loudest ones. There's no (laughs) way you could miss them. So it's definitely getting a lot better. So what's been the biggest difference in riding here compared to riding back home at Century Mile? Um, probably be the surfaces. The surfaces. Here is Tapita and back there, Tapita and Turf. And the two turf courses, the inner and the outer, are also different from each other. And back home, we just have dirt. So that's probably the biggest difference. Also, the big grand sand and the tunnel that we come out of. The first race I rode here, when I came out of that tunnel, I knew this is where I wanted to be. Oh, that's Mm. so great. Rachel, Mm -hmm. just before we say goodbye, what do you do in your downtime, or is there any? Are you all about the track? 
it, it's tough. It's very tough to find some downtime, especially when I'm trying to ride six days a week. But um, I do definitely live, eat, and breathe horse racing. If I'm not at the track, then I'm in the jockstream on the equisizer. If I'm not in the equisizer, I'm at the gym. If I'm not at the gym, I'm usually with my dog. Um, <laughs> but for the most part, it's, it's mainly just, I, don't know, I just like being outside in the sunshine. That's pretty much it. Rachel Slavinsky, apprentice jockey at Woodbine right now. Thank you so much for joining us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Thank you for having me. After the break, Larry Simpson looks at some racing action today around North America, including Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and, of course, some racing at several other North American tracks. So please make sure your HPI accounts and Dark Horse app are ready to work overtime today. Stay with us for Larry's Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Discover a new breed of excitement with Live Horse Racing. Ontario Racing represents 15 racetracks where you can experience the excitement of thoroughbred, standard bred, and quarter horse racing. To find the racetrack nearest you, go to OntarioRacing.com. New to betting? Check out our Betting 101 page and learn about the HPI Bet Wagering Platform and the Dark Horse app. The best and safest online betting options. Get your horsepower at OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing. Three breeds, one vision. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA promotes the exchange of ideas to further advance, market and preserve live racing in Ontario while offering new thoroughbred ownership opportunities. Membership to the HBPA is free for owners and trainers. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. Pineview Hyundai, the smart choice of automobile dealerships, combining horses and horsepower. For over 35 years, the Romeo family has been a part of the Ontario thoroughbred racing industry, and they want to invite you to visit their Pineview dealership and view their award-winning Hyundai lineup today and take advantage of some hot summer savings deals. Come see us at 3790 Highway 7 in Vaughan. Call us at 905-851-2851 to make an appointment or visit our website, pineviewauto.com, and see why Pineview Hyundai remains the smart choice. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Before we wrap up our show, of course, what would Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, be without a couple of possible betting opportunities and potential betting gems as Larry gives us his Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. Ready, set, go, let's do it. Okay, let's start uh, with Woodbine. As we mentioned earlier, they're celebrating the Canada Day Racing Festival today with five graded stakes events, including the Grade 3 NASA stakes featuring friend of the show, Moira, I guess you could say, right? So anyways, race eight, though, is the Grade 2 Highlander stakes. It's six furlongs on the turf, a purse of $200,000. Ten horses are set to go in what, at first glance, looks to be a very competitive field. I'm leading to number three, though, Old Chestnut, who may be a nice price play today. 
Old Chestnut enters today's race after a good third-place finish in the Grade 3 Jacques Cartier Stakes at Woodbine on May 14th. Since that race, trainer Marty Drexler has worked Old Chestnut three times at four furlongs and looks to be an, and this horse looks to be an improved horse since being claimed last year by Drexler. I like the fact that uh, Ibar Zayas has been contracted to ride, which I think is important as Zayas and Drexler hooked up together in Florida over the past winter and in 2022 and 2023 have a combined win percentage of 21%. It's a competitive field in the Highlander, so I'm going to take a chance with Old Chestnut. Woodbine Race 8, the Highlander Stakes, number 3, Old Chestnut. Los Alamitos in Arcadia, California is in the midst of their short uh, summer meet, which is a prelude to the stakes-filled Del Mar meet that opens uh, very shortly. Race 4 at Los Alamitos is a maiden 30,000 claimer for 3-year-olds, 6 furlongs on the dirt, because there is no turf there, purse of uh, $23,000, excuse me. Number 3, Eagles Landing, showed some run as a 2-year-old last season, racing in the higher maiden special weight at both Santa Anita and Del Mar. Today, Eagles Landing makes his debut as a three-year-old and is a first-time gelding, first-time Lasex, and first-time claiming, and he's been working quite regularly, including a bullet 34 and 2 handily at three furlongs, and seven days prior to that, a five-furlong work of 101 and 1 handily. Trainer Val Brinkerhoff has some decent numbers with horses off more than 180 days and horses dropping from maiden special weight to maiden claiming like we have here today with Eagles Landing. Actually, Eagles Landing was a horse I had put on my own watch list after his debut race last year when he closed for third in his first start. So maybe my patience will be rewarded today also. So Los Alamitos, race four, number three, Eagles Landing. Woodbine Mohawk Park has a 10-race card today, including two legs of the Ontario Sire Stakes Gold events and each going for a purse of $100,400. Race 7, though, is a one-mile pace for a purse of $16,000. Number 1, Rock Me Roll Me, looks to be in terrific shape right now since traveling the Georgian Downs three starts back and winning in wire-to-wire fashion in 152-1. On June 19th, six days later, at, back at Woodbine Mohawk Park, Rock Me Roll Me was an easy winner in 149-1 and one as a heavy favorite. Last week, he left from the 8-hole in a non-winners of $15,650 last five starts, left the gate and actually had the lead, then sat a 3-hole trip and finished third, timed in 149-3. and three. I like the fact that friend of the show, James McDonald, chose to drive Rock Me Roll Me over another one in this race, and he should be able to get some fairly good gate position early tonight. Rock Me Rolly is a horse racing with some new confidence, you could say, and this winner of 24 races lifetime and almost a half a million dollars should be right there tonight. Woodbine Mohawk Park, race 7, number 1, Rock Me Roll Me. Finally, the Meadowlands has another 14 race uh, stakes card tonight. Race 14, though, is a one-mile pace, a purse of $14,500. Number 1, Dupre Hanover, looks to have a great shot in tonight's event. He will certainly love the class relief as two starts back he was in the North America Cup elimination which was won by his elimination was won by It's My Show who won the final. Last week and still a class higher Dupre Hanover was a beaten favorite after going a long way on the front end and actually missing a week's action and tonight he gets the services of all world driver Dexter Dunn. Enough said the Meadowlands race 14 number one Dupre Hanover.
Larry, a fantastic show as always. Thank you so much. I look forward to being with you next Saturday. And how about a big shout out to Mark at Fans of Horse Racing. Hey, Mark, goodbye. And thank you all for joining us on this Canada Day edition of Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Just a little reminder, if you would like to receive a free digital copy of the current issue of Ponies 24-7 magazine, and a new one will be released shortly, please email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com and please don't forget about the Ponies 24-7 Lymphoma Canada campaign, Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma. For more information on this, go to the landing page, lymphoma.ca slash ponies. Please donate to this cause. Stay with 105.9 The Region all weekend long. Thanks for listening and happy Canada Day long weekend. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine with Ann Romer and Larry Simpson has been brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing and Rocket Ship Racing. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8 for more from the world of horse racing. This is 105.9 The Region.